Howdy, my name is Braden Fish, and this is episode one of The Castle. This show, we're going to be mainly talking about things happening inside the castle, things outside the castle. The purpose of this show, the intent, is to really get an inside perspective on cadet issues, things parents want to know. Of course, they're not on campus all the time, and they can be very curious as to what's happening behind the walls of Riverside. ENN has been trying to get this up off the ground for a while now. Probably since the beginning of season six, we've had a lot of bumps in the roads, a lot of setbacks. Obviously, we had the, that was around three months. We had a three-month-long winter break, and that was very nice, not complaining about that at all. We also had the STN competitions, which were fantastic. Everybody enjoyed those on the team. We took second and third place nationally won the second place for a commercial team, third place for a PSA, which the PSA I participated in. But overall, it was a great experience. But we're here now. We're doing this podcast, and I'm ready to see where it goes. So if you have an idea for the show, if you want to see something on the show, if you want to be on the show, cadets, you know what to do. Same thing for a segment request for the show, for ENN. Go to My RMA, to the Resources tab, type in a segment request. Parents, teachers, faculty, anyone else who has an idea or possibly want to be on the show, ENN has an email. That's enn at riversidemilitary.com. But today on the show, we have Chris Jones. Chris Jones is a valuable member of the team here at ENN. He's been used in a lot of things, mainly for his voice. He does voiceovers for our commercials, for... Basically everything we need a voiceover for, this man does it. He is so recognized that when you're watching something and his voice comes up, you instantly know it's him talking. So, on the show, we have Chris Jones. Chris, how are you doing today? Hey, Braden. I'm doing great. I'm stoked for this podcast and not just what it can do for Riverside, but for everyone else who listens to it, including the alumni and all the parents out there that don't necessarily get to see what's happening inside the castle. And so hopefully this can give them that inside perspective. Thank you, Chris. I'm happy to have you on the show. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got started at ENN, how your talent was found and what you do for the team? Yeah, of course. So I kind of just was talking to Mr. Garrett one day, and he automatically just came up to me, and he was like, hey, Chris, I'm going to put you on a voiceover. Just want to see how you sound. I was friends with the cadet who did it last year, and he had mentioned it before, but we never had really taken it seriously up to this point. So he put me on my first uh, promo video, which was the 9-11 video recognizing all the fallen uh, police officers and firefighters who gave their lives on that day. And it was just kind of an eye-opening experience for me to just kind of tell the story and be that voice for the people that don't necessarily get to hear it on these things. So I really enjoyed being able to do it, and I've continued to do it with the commercial team as well as the uh, STN commercial, which took second place nationally. So I'm hoping that this could maybe lead to a side job somewhere down the road, and I'm just stoked to see what happens. Sounds good, Chris. Where do you plan on going to college after you graduate Riverside? Yeah, so right now the plan is to go to Texas A&M. I have loved the structure of the military environment, and I've always known that I wanted to go into the military. So hopefully I can receive a uh, Marine Option Scholarship four years, have college completely paid for, and go to Texas A&M, join the Corps of Cadets, and commission as a second lieutenant in the Marine Corps after that. 
Well, Riverside will definitely prepare you and equip you for anything you want to pursue. Right now, you're a first sergeant in Alpha Company. What is it like dealing with the younger kids? So when I first got into my position, it was kind of an adjustment. I had worked with 8th and ninth graders in the previous years, but never the 7th and 8th graders. So it was definitely an adjustment, and I kind of had to start learning how to be more patient and more willing to work because some of these guys are coming in, they've gone weeks without seeing their parents, and you know it's tough. These are young kids only in 7th and 8th grade, 11, 12, 13 years old. So it's an adjustment for them, and they get seriously homesick and they struggle with a lot of things that some of these older guys don't struggle with but I can't tell you how thankful I am for having the opportunity to work with these middle schoolers and just being able to guide them and mentor them and kind of better prepare them for the future and their career at Riverside to see what they're going to do and it's just an honor for me to have been in this position. So Chris you've been going here for three years you started off like everyone starts off as a rock private. Last year you were a platoon sergeant in Bravo Company, first sergeant in Alpha Company this year. What do you want to go for next year? So the plan is to uh, hopefully become the company commander for the middle school company, but I know that they're bringing in sixth graders for the first time, and they'll be making some different adjustments, so we'll just have to see how that plays out and uh, hope for the best. Yeah, well, Chris, you're also on the Raider team, probably in my eyes. To many people, you're one of the best Raiders on the team. You guys have had a very difficult season. Obviously, we had the three-month break. You guys didn't get a lot of prac in. Then we had other schools with the Raider program practicing the entire time. And somehow, some way, y'all show up and steal second place. How how did this happen? How did y'all do it? So we came in off of that three-month break, which, first of all, we were just not expecting, and then had two weeks of practice before we were going to nationals. At the end of the day, it was all, it was all hard from these new guys, and there was only three returning later, laters. <laughs> I mean raiders. So we, <laughs> no, man. so we came in, and we did the best that we could. The team gave it everything they had, and the motivation at the end of the day was it being first Sergeant Williams' last year. You know, he's put in so much effort and so much time to build this Raider team up from the ground that it just, it, it was our job to really go there and give it our all for him and in honor of him and all he's done for us as a team. He really has built it from the ground up. He started the program. And without first Sergeant Williams, I don't know. I don't know if I would be the person I am today. That guy is a mentor to many, a father to many. And sadly, he's retiring this year, but I agree. That would have probably been one of the biggest motivators for the team to do what they did. We also have Master and Croft, who just joined the Raider team. He has put in a lot of work. First Sergeant Williams showed him the ropes. First Sergeant Williams is also coming back next year to check on the Raider team and, like I said, show Master and Croft the ropes. And hopefully the torch is carried on and make sure next year's Raider team is better than the last and hopefully he can keep the legacy going and get us a couple more rings exactly so like you said master and Croft has only been here for what i think a month and a half now maybe two months something like that and he's already had such an impact on this team and he's you can just tell he's motivated i mean when we got in the the river at nationals to do the haka 
he he got in there with us and he was with the team and he he was part of it man and that just showed us how dedicated he was to the team and he's gonna be a great mentor and he's already hit the ground running as well with this spring conditioning i think is the biggest turnout that we've ever had with 24 guys coming out trying to train and he's on it every single day monday through friday getting these guys working so i am super excited to see what he can do for this team and i look forward to just having some great conversations with him as well could not agree with you more chris mass Arncroft is a legend on campus everyone knows it and hopefully he knows it too but in other news we have spring break coming up cadets are required to stay on campus parents are able to take them out if they have a valid reason parents are also allowed to come on campus and visit throughout the day on the bright side at least we do have a spring break and my advice for the cadets is to just make the best out of it well chris what else is going on oh we had daylight savings just i don't know yesterday the day before and no, we're already waking up pretty early, so losing an hour of sleep is not always enjoyable. So everyone around campus is just pretty tired, I'd say. I, I would agree. I think that the good thing is is that it happened on a Sunday. So we had a 9 o'clock sleep in, so it would only be like waking up at 8 o'clock, setting that hour ahead uh, one hour or so. I think waking up this morning, being a Monday morning, it was like, oh man, I do not want to go to get out of bed. But I think that's just a, the usual Monday thing, you know? Yeah, Monday definitely hit hard, and it was rough on everybody, but we're getting through it, and we're just counting down the days. Exactly. I know you seniors are excited to, you know, get your diplomas, get out of here, and see what's going on next chapter of your life, so... Yeah, Chris, I sure am going to miss you. You're one of my closest friends um it's sad to leave but it's also good uh we created dance club together oh for those of you who don't know dance club it's a little something me and chris have been working on um mainly <laughs> last semester um we just got a bunch of the boys together and we we dance exactly we just we get our groove on man it was it was kind of cool i mean you you have your day-to-day stress from dealing with your leadership, your academics, and to just put on some stellar tunes and get to groove, and it was just kind of a cool experience, and I'll, I'll definitely miss that, and I'll, I'll miss you as well, Brad. Yes, sir, and if you didn't know, a large majority of the parents know what Dance Club already is. We're pretty popular. If you don't know us, that's unfortunate for you. Oh, for sure. If you want to join, um, it's pretty simple. Just come up and talk to me or Chris or any other member on the team. Yeah, man, I'd say that's about it. I'd say so, too. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Dance Club's kind of an underground thing. It's not very... If I could make it a, an official club, I definitely would. Being in a military school comes with a lot of stress and be able to bust down definitely helps yeah definitely to get your groove on on a sunday night monday night just beginning of the week set the tone for a good week so definitely hope to uh, see some new faces in the next time we meet uh, that kind of wraps up everything in the show as i've said before the purpose of the show is to entertain you guys so if you have any ideas cadets you know what to do go to my rma to the segment request in your resources tabs and drop something in there for parents faculty staff and anyone else Email us at enn at riversidemilitary.com. Chris, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been an absolute pleasure having you today. Brayden, thank you so much for having me. It's been awesome to be a part of this first episode of this podcast. And I've had a great time today, and I'll see you at Dance Club. (laughs) 
All right, sounds good. That about concludes everything we have for today's show. Hopefully we can get episode two pushed out pretty soon. And I'm your host, Brayden Fish. Come listen to me next time on The Castle.